Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. It's your daily dose of Donna. Welcome to the show. Today is hump day, Wednesday, May 10th. There's something about the 510, right? Like, I like it when dates sound good. Like, 2-4-5-10-3-6. Welcome to the show. I am so happy you are here. I am, of course, live on TikTok. I am over on... <laughs> <laughs> I am over, of course, on YouTube and then for the audio version on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts and everywhere else. You guys, I'm seeing your reviews. I am seeing your comments. I am seeing the shares. I freaking appreciate the crap out of you guys. I love, love, love the engagement. I love what I'm getting over on TikTok for all my posts that I'm posting about Kim and Croy and all the stuff. And we have so much to get into today. Just a quick shout out if you have not already subscribed, followed, liked, review, rated, thumbs up, all the things. Make sure to do that. Join the Facebook group. The Facebook group is almost at 200 people. The Facebook group is Daily Dose of Donna. And I am so happy to be here. And I am also so excited to share that I'm going to be working with Ilya Wines again for the show. Ilya Wines is a company based in Spain, and you are going to meet the founder. Her name is Layla Joy Williams. She will be on the show on Friday for a special Mother's Day episode because she's a mother. She's a woman, she's a mother, and she created this wine that is based in it was designed in New York, but she lives in Spain with her husband and her kids. And you guys, this wine is amazing and I have 20% off if you use the code DAILY20. It's a Mother's Day special. Make sure to go to ilia.com, DAILY20. This is an empty bottle because my ass finished it and I'm waiting for my other bottles to come in the mail. It's so good, okay? This is the Moscatel. It's not that sweet, but I love the bottle. It's so pretty. I'm showing TikTok. I'll show you guys over. I mean, that's not going to really work, but whatever. How are you guys doing? <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm so sorry. Let me take a sip of water really fast. Got excited about that Ilya wine. No, I'm so excited about it. Having a cool partnership is really, really fun for, um, for a podcast and for my YouTube show. Because my YouTube is growing. I just hit 3.5 thousand subscribers yesterday. Thank you so much. Okay, you guys, we've got a whole host of drama, a whole host of gossip to get into today. I have my list. I've been doing all my research. I spent all my night watching Real Houses in New Jersey for you. I spent my entire morning listening to um, Ramona, uh, Ramona Singer's podcast, Lala's podcast. I'm getting all the dirt. I'm getting all the dirt. And that's what you guys do. You You come to Daily Dose of Donna. And you get all of the, the, the highlights, the important stuff, all in one episode. It's like you don't have to go and listen to all the things. You don't have to watch all the things. I am speaking to those of you that are short on time, but you want, you want a good daily dose, right? Hey, everyone. I am watching Summer House. I got a question on TikTok. If you have not listened to my Summer House breakdown, it was yesterday. I talked about Danielle off her rocker. We still don't know. 
Uh, you know, we still haven't heard her like officially apologize. Still can't wait for that reunion. But I did just see a preview for Summer House for next week. And it was, um, I'll tell you about the top. Um, and the preview for next week, you guys, uh, Carl, because at the end of this episode of Summer House, Carl storms off. He's so pissed. And he storms off. And then finally, Kyle gets over to him. And I feel so bad for Carl because Carl's like, I am ne- I've never been happier. And I did the most important thing in my life. And I'm getting shit on. He's like, what else? The writing's on the wall. We bought a car. We have an apartment together. We're in love. Obviously, we're going to get married. I even told Danielle that I was shopping for rings. What else could I do? Poor Carl, man. He did not deserve to get chewed out by Robert. Sorry. Okay. (laughs) You guys, you're loving the comments today. I have Jackie's mouth, apparently. This shirt is from, you guys, it's a very, let me stand up so you get a full view. It's a bodysuit. If you're not watching on YouTube and you're not on the TikTok live, you may want to jump on over to the YouTube to see it. How cute is this? And guess where I bought it? Guess where I bought it? Target. Target, as they say. The Target. You know, I am not a big spender. Um, I am not Kim Zolciak Beerman. I spend money um, sparingly. I like to save money. So I go to Target. And I shop and I buy a couple things here and there. And another, if I really want to like go crazy, I go to a place like Vici. I love Vici, V-I-C-I. And there's so many fun uh, things that you can buy there that are not expensive. And there's always codes and it's great. Although I did spend a lot of money on a dress because my little sister is getting married in under a month. And so I did spend a lot of money on a dress, which was like not a lot, a lot of money, but you know, a few hundred dollars. I have to go get that tailored. Okay. You guys, are you ready? Let's get into Kim and Croy. Let's first start with Kim and Croy drama. Then we're going to move on to, we're going to talk about Lala and Vanderpump rules. There's a couple things that just came out about that. We're going to talk about Real Houses in New Jersey and Louie. And then we'll talk a little bit about our famous Ozempi. Okay, we'll talk about Ozempic and we'll talk about some implications that are really starting to irk me. Are you guys ready? Okay. <clears throat> Which Jersey husband is packing the most heat? Joe Gord- Gorga? I wish I could tell you from um, experience. I do not have experience with any of those Jersey uh, fathers. Which ones do you guys think are? Okay, let's get into it. Guys, some news has arrived that, and this is so shady of Daily Mail. This was what they said in their article. They said, Kim Zolciak was tardy for the courthouse. <laughs> I thought that was so good. So basically, uh, Kim Zolciak, we heard first that Kim filed. And she probably was like walking on, you know, cloud nine because, of course, you want to be the one that filed first. But really, apparently, she actually filed second. So according to courthouse documents, Croy filed on May 5th, which is five days ago, Cinco de Mayo is Friday. Kim filed on May 7th, Sunday, but it only leaked in the news on May 8th, Monday, that it was Kim. What do you guys think? So Croy basically, um, Croy basically has had issues now for a long time. Look, we're not strangers to the fact that, you know, there has been rumblings that things have been going wrong. A lot of people are saying that they were living a separate life and there was like all these blind items, but everything we saw in the public facing was that everything was fine. 
Um, we did know that there was financial issues, whatever, but apparently things have not been good for a few months. Now, a couple updates, you guys, and this is some good tea. Number one, Croy changed his Instagram bio. Like only in this day and age can you change your Instagram bio to um to to you know share your it's like tweeting to the world, right? So I guess his Instagram bio said something along the lines of, you know, my ring means a thing or whatever. And he changed it to my ring meant a thing. So he's kind of trying to show like I I meant something being, you know, married to her, but I am no longer, you know taking it seriously because I got hurt. That w- I feel like that's like an indication. Now, Brielle, meanwhile, has unfollowed. Brielle is the 25, 27-year-old, I don't know, um, adopted daughter of Croy. She has now unfollowed her adopted father. What is happening over there? Now, any like you can come up with a million things. He got mad at her for the spending, for the gambling. Maybe she cheated. Maybe she found another big papa. There's all kinds of rumors. I did get a TikTok comment, and I'm telling you right now, when I say this, All of the good dirt is in the TikTok comments, okay? I got a TikTok comment, and of course we can take this for what it's worth, but it's public and it's on my post yesterday when I shared the news that Croy has also filed from a Vanessa and something, I can't remember exactly, but the comment is there and she goes, they are my neighbors. What's weird is that on May 2nd, now think, listen to this, you guys, this is dirt. This is, this is a, this is some, you know, scoop. On May 2nd, that's probably Tuesday. Yeah, Tuesday. On May 2nd, they were in front of their house making out, kissing, kissing on May 2nd. And on May 4th, they had two cop cars in front of their house. Riddle me this. What could have happened? Why are they kissing on May 2nd when Kim is listed the filing date or the separation date is April 30th? Um, what you guys, what happened between May 2nd and May 4th? What could it be? Why are cops there? Maybe, maybe she found out on May 3rd or May 4th that he was going to file or something really big happened that, that he found out about and they just like lost it on each other and they called the cops. Now, wouldn't that be, if they called the police, wouldn't we know? Like, isn't that public record if the police are involved? I'm so interested. I want to know. Is that public record? So anyway, police gets, get um, involved on May. This is all according to their neighbor. She goes, the only reason I know is because they have a big dog who was barking at my small dog. So I looked. And she said she got a video of it. Why is she not selling this to TMZ or posting it on TikTok? Yes, the neighbor did see cops. We're getting some comments on TikTok. I want to know here on YouTube, you guys leave some comments that um, neighbor, did neighbor see cops? Yes, it's probably a publicity stunt. What date does Croy's paperwork list as date of separation? All we see is May 5th. I think it's her gambling addiction we're getting. Lots of different comments about this. Thanks for following over on TikTok, by the way. Make sure you follow because I go live every single day. Um, so, okay, this is an interesting update on Kim and Croy. Um, I did say it yesterday. Whenever a couple seems so damn happy and so in love, you know that they're hiding some shit. If you ever see me talking about my husband, 
Like he is God's gift 24-7 online. And then especially talking about like, oh, I can't wait to take my pants off and sleep with him. <laughs> like they were always so like sexual. You know that I'm about to get a divorce. <laughs> On the fourth, she went gambling. Maybe, maybe he said something like, you got to stop spending. And then she went and like took his money and spent. And then he called the cops. Or maybe she called the cops saying like domestic abuse because he said no on spending money. Maybe the kids were involved. I mean, how sad, you guys. It's all sad though because the kids are involved. Yeah, if you're – if the second that you uh, are in love with your husband online – it always makes me think, and we'll circle back to this for Real Housewives when we talk about this in just a second, but it always makes me think about Melissa and Joe. Hmm. I always find it really, really suspect when a couple that has an 18-year-old daughter or like over 18-year-old daughter, like older kids, you're, you're, you're seriously that obsessed with each other sexually still that you're talking about it so long? It feels off. feels like an overcompensation, if you know what I'm saying. Do you guys think so? Um, okay. Was there a prenup on Kim and Croy? I have no info other than that. I mean, like, I'm literally getting the info from what I'm seeing online, and I'm bringing it to you guys. But let's see really fast if anything has come up on um, TMZ. Because you know TMZ always gets the scoop. Um, Dolph Lundgren. We're not interested in Dolph Lundgren. We're not interested in the Donald Trump story. We are interested in the important stuff. Kim and Croy. My mom randomly found a TikTok of mine. Like my mom follows me on TikTok and she'll just see a random video here and there. And she saw a video of me talking about Tom and Raquel. And her comment was like, are these seriously your problems, Donna? <laughs> She's like, what is wrong with you? Like, actually, yes. These are very important problems in my life. Okay. All right. I will keep looking for, oh, here's Kim and Croy. Um, no, I'm not really seeing anything uh, specifically about prenup or anything like that. I, I really truly believe that, you know, it's it, either way, it's going to be awful. Now let's really quickly, I have to mention my guy, Ronald from jury duty. You guys remember I'm, I'm the number one jury duty uh, fan over here. And I've talked about it now for weeks and weeks. I loved that show. We watched it an entire day. Ronald was on a commercial, a mint mobile commercial with Ryan Reynolds. Ronald, got pranked, and his life has forever changed for the better. I am so excited for Ronald. Best guy. Maybe Kim Zolciak will soon find Ronald. What if Kim Zolciak would find – what if Kim Zolciak finds Ronald and and she calls him her big papa? And he's so nice. He'll probably be like, okay, I'll take care of you and your six kids. Right, Ronald? <laughs> Ronald will probably end up with Kim Zolciak. <laughs> Uh, can you imagine if all of a sudden we see Ronald like driving a Range Rover with like start like gold studding, like maybe some gold teeth, and he's like red cup, like solo cup? <laughs> he needs to be protected at all costs. I would hope Ronald knows better. I don't know, you guys. Ronald was really, really supportive on that show, but I guarantee you, Ronald is walking around now, looking around left and right, like who's who's effing with me? You know. Big Papa, it was discovered who Big Papa was. I'm getting a comment, but I can't remember exactly his name. But he was an older man. I, was like, I think he's like 70 years old. Okay, we've got to move on, and I'm going to interject between these big stories with a couple small stories. I have to, I have to mention Luann. You guys, did you hear this? 
This is so funny. Luann was at the premiere for Book Club, which is this new um, – it actually looks kind of like sweet, like something I want to maybe take my mom to. Um, it's an old, like a movie with like Jane Fonda, I believe. It was, you know, a comedy, whatever. And um, Luann is at this premiere and she mentions, oh, I like Kevin Costner. Like Luann Deliceps is trying to get with Kevin Costner. Now – just the visual, just the thought of it makes me die of laughter, right? Die of laughter. Can you imagine Luann Deliceps being like, I wish I had a hat here, like, let's ride him, cowboy. Like, I can see it all now. Hey, Kev. Like, she is so funny. Listen, she's a beautiful woman. He would be an idiot not to want to, th- like, think she's beautiful. But can you imagine Luann Delisips with Kevin Costner? She says, he's elegant. He's my type. He's so eloquent. Okay, Luann. Okay, Luann. She would eat him alive. He would be like anything to get back my old, uh, my old wife. Okay, let's move on to Lala and Vanderpump Rules. And if you guys come up with more Kim and Croy stuff, you just let me know. But let's... Um, no, I just got a comment saying Kevin is happily married. No, no, no. Kevin is getting a divorce. Kevin Costner's wife has filed for divorce. That was like a couple weeks ago. So Kevin is on the market. Who should Kevin date? Kim Zolciak? <laughs> Let's just put Kim Zolciak with every man that we can think of. Sandoval! <laughs> Kim Zolciak and Sandoval would be Literally, it would actually be the best news for Bravo lovers. Like, we wouldn't know how to handle ourselves. Can you imagine Kim Zolciak and Sandoval? Oh, it's so good. Okay. <laughs> what would their name be? Like, Sandoval, let's, let's say it would be Kim and Tom, Kim and Kim. Let's work on that. We'll work on that. It would be so good. She would go to all of the uh, – Kim, Kim Zolciak would go to all of the Sandoval shows, right? She would be at all the Sandoval shows and – Kim Duvall. Kim Duvall. And she would be like with her red solo cup. She'd be the new Raquel. She'd be like – she would wear a lightning bolt dress. Oh, it'd be Some places take you away. Some bring you together. Marathon does both. Marathon is Florida's family key with something for everyone. You'll find museums and wildlife refuges, wide open beaches, miles of warm, clear water, and the historic Seven Mile Bridge. For more about Marathon and the latest safety protocols, visit flakeys.com slash marathon. So good. Okay, let's move on. Lala um, has a podcast. Lala Kent has a podcast called Give Em Lala. You guys, I have never heard of anyone that is more controversial in my comments, then Lala Kent, you guys either obsess over her or despise her. Let's talk about that for a second. Why do we feel this way about Lala? Obviously, she's had a very, very charged past, okay? Obviously, she was a messed up chick back in the day with the Randall and the, the drinking and all of the things. Her new face bugs you. I think she's beautiful. I mean, I think the reason why I don't mind her is because she's a chump meaning Jeff Lewis, who's my obsession. He's my North Star. Jeff Lewis loves Lala and has her on his show. And for that reason, I feel like I give her a pass because I hear her on that show and I'm just like, Jeff, 
is so like, you know, it's like a friend's friend. It feels like almost, um, she, she has definitely been hypocritical. A lot of people hate Lala, dislike her attitude, feel that she is a narcissist, but then also hilarious. She tells it like it is. I love her. She's a mess, but I love her. That's how I feel. I am not, I wouldn't want to be friends with her, but I also wouldn't want to be on her bad side of, you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, she's definitely had a bad past. She's definitely done bad things. And, um, and she's, but she's very quick to dish things that she's done to others. Like, obviously you're going to see good and bad. I will say this, if anyone ever screws with me and I need one person to come and help me, I'm calling Lala, right? Like Lala to me is the, she's everything in terms of a good friend. Okay. That being said, she was the one that was famously talking about how Vanderpump Rules um, was not editing any of their upcoming episodes. She said, nothing's been edited. But this last episode, remember how when we saw the Scooby-Doo episode where all of a sudden it felt like the show Clue and she's going back and forth between, and then this happened and then fast forward and rewind and fast forward. We were always, we were all like, this is, this is total BS. Like, absolutely, this has been edited, right? Like, we know that this has been edited, but no one was saying anything. Everyone was saying, no, it's not been edited. And I'm like, but we're not stupid. Like, we actually do have brains here as, as you know, audience members, a lot of us, not all of us, but a lot of us do. So sure enough, Lala said on her episode that aired this morning, she goes, I spoke too soon. I spoke too soon. These episodes have been edited. So she has admitted that these these episodes have been edited. However, what she said that I thought was very interesting, the scene that I thought for sure 100% no questions asked was edited was the one, or that was filmed um, after the fact, was the one of Lala and James in Lala's office where James was like, you know, where Lala was like, I think Sandoval's into Raquel. And James is like, what? No, fuck, no. I don't, she says that episode, that scene was 100% filmed prior to Scandival. That being said, she said her um, narration was shot after or was filmed after Scandival. And certain confessionals are filmed after Scandival. But, but I do think that um, what she mentioned, which I thought was really interesting, was that even though all of this stuff was filmed, they weren't going to use it. And so what's happening now is they can't just drop the bomb of, oh my God, in the next couple of episodes, Tom and Raquel are together because now we have two more episodes. We know it's going to happen, right? They have to lead to it. So what they did was they were scouring for footage. They were taking things that were, you know, mentioned in kind of passing and turning them into story. And that's actually why the producers are so good at what they do is because they were able to take old stuff and turn it into good content. Now, this I thought was interesting. Lala mentioned that at the Heart Springs party at TomTom, Heart Strings, Heart, whatever, Christina Kelly's line, who cares? Lala mentions to Ariana, hey, can we talk about that Labor Day party when Tom left when Tom didn't leave the party to go home with you. This I thought was interesting. Lala said today on the podcast that she brought it up initially to Ariane. She had brought it up to producers in passing. Producers 
then said, why don't you talk to Ariana about it? But Lala in no way thought this was a Raquel-centered issue. She just wanted to tell her friend, hey, I think it's a little weird that you, that your boyfriend, you know, treated you this way. Like just kind of bringing things to light. So she mentioned it to to Ariana and Ariana lost her shit. She said, no, I am not doing this. I am not filming this. I am not in part of this. Producers always want to create content to take Tom and I down and I'm not doing it and sat down. And so Lala was like, um, okay, I'm definitely not going to bring up the fact that I think Tom is in love with Raquel after this, but then producers calmed them down and got them to have that conversation again. So that's why it's so interesting. Yes, Lala tried, but Ariana wasn't open to it, which I thought was so interesting because Lala, you can tell in that scene when they're standing there like collecting gift bag stuff and she brings it up and Ariana immediately immediately is like, Tom, you come over here. I'm not doing this. You could tell that Lala was a little bit timid. And if you watch the episode, you can tell that. And I, I felt it, but you know, now she's confirming that this was her second try at this conversation. And she was super, super scared to do it because Ariana was not having it. And I don't know about you guys, but have you ever had a friend that is in such goddamn denial that not only are they not wanting to listen, but they will get so mad at you if you bring up something that they don't agree with. And this was the case, right? This was the case. She really, really wanted to share the news with um, Ariana. She wanted to bring it up. And she said Katie did it in a really nice way, but she got shot down in two seconds too. So Like I said last week, when there's smoke, there's fire. If two of my friends are telling me that Lance is acting a little shady and I should check his phone, I'm going to not like fight for Lance. Maybe public facing, I'll be like, you asked. Lance is so amazing. And then secretly at home, I'm like, what's happening? Like, why are people coming to me with this? You know, it it felt, it's just a little bit weird. Another comment, I look like Candace Cameron and Dorit. Yes, Candace Cameron, Dorit, and Jackie. That should be my new podcast name. Candace... Kemsley, Jackie G. Okay. So that I thought was kind of interesting about Real House. I mean, about Lala and about Vanderpump Rules and the episode airs tonight. And she says that tonight's episode was supposed to be the finale. So we'll have to see. But tonight's episode is going to be, thank you, is going to be so good. She said, I cannot wait. I have a baseball game with Oliver from five to seven. I'm going to do my best to get them in bed and not coming out of the room at 9 p.m. Because I have to, like, I, you know how I watch Vanderpump and thank God Lance is going to be out working tonight because last time he ruined, he ruined my episode because he was typing and he was high. He was on Vina. I need full focus, full focus. Okay. Let's talk Ozempic for two minutes. Okay. We'll do two minutes of Ozempic and then we're going to move to Real Houses in New Jersey. And I'm not doing a full recap. I'm just going to talk about the one scene between Louie. I was going to say Louis. Louis. Um, yes, I should be drinking Ilia wine. I'm waiting for my new wine to come. Once again, I have to mention Ilia wine is the sponsor of this podcast. They are an amazing company, female-owned company. You're going to meet the founder on Friday. Ilia.com. Use the code DAILY20 to get 20% off, and it ships right to your door. And it's bomb wine. They have a variety of them. Uh, okay. What was that talking about? Ozempic. Oh, 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 Ozempic. Okay, I sing that really bad. Mindy Kaling is now a swimsuit model. She is modeling these swimsuits. It's all over, you know, um, Daily Mail, page six, wherever I get all my hard-hitting news. Let me just tell you something. If I hear one more celebrity that is so clearly on Ozempic say, 
It's just portion size. I just started paying attention to my health. I just started working out more. I will literally, I just got a comment saying you are very hyper. Beyond. Beyond hyper. I will literally like vomit. And maybe I'll get skinnier because of that. I am not judging Ozempic. I am judging the lying about Ozempic and I don't like it. And I'll tell you why. It's very triggering for someone like me who wakes up every single morning at 4 a.m., 4, 4, 4.30, whatever, a.m., to go work at 5.30, five days a week, six days a week. I eat well. Yes, I do drink. Yes, I do eat Nutella. I'm not perfect. But I do everything I can to maintain what I consider is a healthy figure. Like, I have rolls. You can see them right now when you're watching, okay? I can shake my arm. But, you know, I work out. I'm strong. I am not perfect, but I have uh, what I consider to be a healthy body. And if you are using Ozempic to lose weight, how are the F to you? But tell us. Why? Because it makes me feel like shit. (laughs) I'm just going to be honest. It makes me feel like shit, and it makes probably you feel like shit, and it makes everyone out there who's killing themselves doing it the real way, doing it the – and I'm not saying it's the wrong way to do it on Ozempic, so please do not take this as judgment on Ozempic. My best friend is on Ozempic, okay? Best friend. I don't care. I am happy for her. I want her to look good and skinny and feel good in her body. I am not judging Ozempic at all. All. I don't believe there is a shortage. I really don't believe there is. I have not heard of one person struggling to get it unless you don't have a prescription. But if you have diabetes here in Los Angeles, at least, I know that you can get it. That being said, that being said, I don't like being lied to. And I don't think it's fair when you're dealing with something that people are seriously consumed with, which is their body and looking good. And all we do are getting, all we have are we're getting influenced left and right online. <laughs> oh my God. One of the comments just said, if there are any doctors on here with a script pad, go and hook a sister up. <laughs> okay. So there may be a shortage in Ohio. I, sw- I am not in any way um, knowledgeable about the sh- shortages in other set- cities and countries. I just know personally from people that I know that either A, have diabetes or PCOS or anything of that nature and also are taking it for weight loss have not had a hard time here in Los Angeles. That is all I'm going to speak on. Okay. I am not a weight loss professional. I'm not a doctor. I am literally just a human being that is consuming reality TV and pop culture content. And I'm getting very, very frustrated with the lying. That's all I'm talking about here. Right. Um, a question just came, is there a correlation between Ozempic and hair loss? Yes, I've heard that. But I do think that the reason why there is a correlation, and like I said, not a doctor, is because um, anytime you have a significant amount of weight loss, things will change in your body, right? Like you can lose hair. You can, um, your cycle will change. Like I had a friend that struggled a lot with eating disorders back in um, teenage years and she lost her period. Like she just didn't get her period for months and months and months. So your body is going to still be affected. Even if you're doing it through Ozempic or low eating or low calorie restriction or whatever, your body will still lose weight. And so things will change. I don't want to be lied to by a celebrity or by a real life person. And I believe that there is some sort of, there should be some sort of accountability. If you were using Ozempic, if you were on Jenny Craig Nutrisystem, Weight Weight Watchers, if you're seriously just working out or eating more this, that, less of this, I wish people understood the intense amount of pressure 
that females, women specifically, but I'm sure men as well, are feeling to look good and to feel good and to fit in their summer bodies and to be like a Mindy Kaling, who by the way, was just, she was never obese in my eyes. Mindy Kaling just had a natural, healthy body. And yes, she probably had a few pounds to lose, but she never struck me as someone that was like, whoa, overweight. And meanwhile, now she's out there looking amazing in a bathing suit. But if you're saying that all you're doing is caring more about your health, you are triggering women across the world by saying, what is wrong with me? Because all I'm doing is caring about my health. I guess I have to wake up an extra hour early and work out more. I guess I have to not eat bread. I guess I have to literally count my calories one by one and I'm still not losing weight. It is lying and it sucks. It sucks. Okay. You guys are going to fight me on this, I'm sure. I'm Look, some people are saying you, I agree, and some people are saying it's none of our business. It, it sh, It's not our business necessarily. Like, we're not born with the necessary, um, like, we don't have a right to know, but at the same time, you have a right to, you should have a moral compass to share because you know this is a massive epidemic. Eating disorders are a huge epidemic and you have young women looking up to you. That's all I'll say about that. Well, I'll say one more thing. I don't know if you guys know who Jenna Kutcher is. She's not a reality star. She's an online entrepreneur. She used to be a wedding photographer. Then she became a huge business, you know, selling Instagram courses and email list courses. And now she's all one of the, you know, she's one of these huge, big, motivational speakers, friends with Amy Porterfield in that whole world. I haven't followed her in years and years and years because I just kind of had to like cut a bunch of that out. I randomly saw her yesterday on a, someone else's story and I I, I, I I, like physically gasped. She just had her second kid. You guys, she was a, a rounder woman. She is as skinny as this goddamn bottle now, okay? She's so skinny. And she's wearing bikini shots all over. Guess what she says why she's lost weight? Biohacking. Red light systems. Okay? I'm sorry. It's not okay. (laughs) It's not okay. Okay, anyway, whatever. Especially because all she was doing is selling like body positive stuff. Okay, you guys. Am I going to get canceled for today? I hope... I hope this is not cancelable to talk about Ozempic. Is it? I just want, like on Jeff Lewis's show, Megan, who was the guest on Jeff Lewis's show, or or let's think about um, uh, Dolores on Real Houses in New Jersey. Like, I love that she was honest. She was like, I'm not going to be the one person that goes to that reunion, the Real Houses New Jersey reunion. Everyone's skinny. I can't be the only person that's not, you know? I love the honesty. Bring on honesty. Don't lie. Okay, next. Um, thank you for all the love on TikTok. And if you guys are here with me still, if you haven't left me, send me your thoughts. Um, thank you for following. Thank you for sharing. Appreciate you guys. You're the best. Okay, Real House of New Jersey. Let's talk two minutes. All I want to say about this is I don't understand the biggest deal about being called a rat. I don't understand why Rachel Fuda is so mad about being called a rat. It's like not that big of a deal. In my opinion, maybe in New Jersey it is. You guys tell me. Um, But then 
the the word rat came back up last night, right? Because Louis, Teresa's now husband, fiance at the time, went off to Teresa, who looked like she had been crying in a conversation saying, your brother is a rat. I have no idea. You know, I, I would never try to save your brother. Your brother is, I hope he doesn't even come to the wedding. I don't even want pictures of them on the wet at the wedding. Oh, okay. So, um, let's see here. Rat means unloyal. Loyalty is huge. Okay. Okay. Well, I can get that. I, I get that. She, uh, you know, I guess maybe I should call the show daily rat of Donna. No, I'm not unloyal. I'm just I'm rotten. I'm talking. Okay, so Louie went off, and you can see in this moment, Teresa feels, just from like an outsider's perspective seeing the scene, like Teresa looks tired, doesn't she? She just looks tired, and she's just done, and you can tell, and I think when you're that lost and like tired and sick of it and sad and and I'm not saying Teresa's great here. I'm not necessarily pro, like pro Teresa, but Louie is taking someone who is very vulnerable and very very struggling and very like challenging. Like she's already struggling already so much and he's taking her and he's feeding her all of it, right? Like he's spoon feeding her. And he's creating a bigger divide. And you guys tell me this, it was really, really an uncomfortable position. I think, you know, yeah, everyone's saying his eyebrows scare you guys. Yeah, he's very red, very red. (laughs) Someone online said he looks like, um, not high C, but like fruit punch, (laughs) like the fruit punch guy. Um, He is... So a lot of people feel like, you know, that's the best thing that people do, like the narcissist, like it's a love bombing situation. You love bomb and then you isolate them from other people. I don't know if he's doing that, like in reality right now, you know, I don't keep up with them like every single day, but clearly they seem very like together and they're always together and doing things. I know that Heather McDonald was over, um, was over in... St. Bart's and she mentioned, was it her that mentioned on her show? Or maybe it was like someone else had mentioned that, you know, he's getting what they say is like a bad edit because he seems great. I'm curious your guys' thoughts. Also, are we interested in another season of Melissa and Joe on Real Housewives of New Jersey? You know my thoughts about Teresa. I don't necessarily think she's right, but I'm obsessed with her and her daughters. Love her and her daughters. And all I want to do is just watch. I want to watch her. But Melissa is kind of boring to me. Just saying. Also, you're buying your daughter a Porsche. It's like Jessica Simpson that bought her daughter an $11,000 Louis Vuitton purse. What are we doing? Okay, you guys are team Melissa. Without Joe, there's no storyline for Teresa. I hate Teresa. Oh, okay. So lots of people don't like Teresa. I don't love Teresa either. I'm just saying, like, if you had to choose one person that you were stuck watching on TV for an entire hour, is it Melissa or is it Teresa? Team Melissa. Melissa did say that Joe got her without discussing it. Teresa's Teresa's TV, honey. I like that. Yeah, you guys are very half and half on this. 
Let me know in the comments here on YouTube as you guys watch, Melissa or Teresa. Literally, I'm not joking you if I showed you my TikTok right now. It's Melissa, Tree, Melissa, Teresa, Melissa, Teresa, Melissa, Teresa. You know who I like all of a sudden? I became a Jen Aiden fan this week. Who knew? Three episodes ago, I wanted to jump off a bridge every, every time she spoke. Why is Jen Aiden making me cry in her scene with her, boy, with her brother? So cute. Thought it was the cutest thing ever. Um, okay, you guys, I love you. I love doing this show so much. Thank you so much for all the love. Thank you for following here on TikTok. Thank you for following and subscribing over on YouTube. I am so close to, I got to get my 5K subscribers before I go out of town. You know, I'm going out of the country in a month. So we need to talk about what we're going to do. Oh, Dolores. Dolores is my everything. She's my spirit animal. Also, can we just say one last thing about Dolores? Her son is so hot. Has anyone ever thought that? How old is he? Please tell me he's of age. He's got to be, right? So good looking. I am a, I want Dolores' Frank Jr. Yeah, you guys, I haven't watched the last couple seasons. So this is my first season back and I'm like, my name should be Donna Frank Jr. What if I, I'm not single, I am married, but what if I was single and I started dating Frank Jr.? It would be so good for Daily Dose of Donna. Okay, I'm going to wrap it up here. You guys, thank you again for an amazing show. Make sure to join the Facebook group and show all the love. And thank you for the ratings and reviews. And I will see you guys tomorrow. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.